0: everyone welcome back to another episode of becoming thank you so much for tuning back in if you're new here hi i'm crystal matong your host and it's so nice to have you join us today but if you are a returning listener a returning subscriber hi hello thank you so much for tuning back bye and thank you for your continual love and support so on today's episode uh we are going to be talking about a topic that I'm very excited about and we're actually supposed to be talking about mental health however um, there is something specific and something particular that I want to do for that episode that I can't do as of yet so we're just going to have to postpone that one for a little bit. However, as I said, we're going to be talking about something that I'm excited about, and that is emotional intelligence. What it really means and how important it is to achieve it. And the reason why I want us to discuss this topic today is because, um, we experience a lot of interpersonal and intrapersonal conflict simply because we lack emotional intelligence. So in this episode, we're going to discuss in detail why emotional intelligence is important how to be more emotionally intelligent the difference between someone who is and someone who isn't the aspects of emotional intelligence and the personal benefits of being emotionally intelligent i know i know that's a lot and i hope that this episode does not exceed 30 minutes But anyway, I hope that you guys do enjoy it and that you take a thing or two from it and if that happens to be the case, please subscribe, share with your friends and family and without further ado, let's get into the episode. Alright everyone, so today's point of departure or starting point is what is emotional intelligence? So for me, I think that emotional intelligence briefly talks about or is briefly about being able to assess and understand and analyze your emotions without resistance. So what I mean by resistance or without resistance is being able to feel your emotions completely for what they are without trying to force yourself out of that emotion. Because there are some emotions that are very uncomfortable and we don't want to give ourselves the grace and liberty to feel them like anger and jealousy. But with emotional intelligence, you are able to allow yourself to feel that and allow them to fleet as they usually do because feelings are very transitory. They fleet. They are not permanent. So for something that is, isn't permanent, just don't even um, give in too much energy to it just observe it for what they are or what it is and keep on moving (laughs) um emotional intelligence is also about understanding and respecting other people's emotions and once you do so you are able to deflate or avoid conflicts. so my question now to you is do you think that you are emotionally intelligent If you want to share your answer with me, feel free to DM the podcast Instagram at BecomingPod. So my answer is, I am 75% emotionally intelligent. And at first, I used to be very, very low on my emotional intelligence simply because I would bottle up my emotions and I wouldn't express them. So expression <laughs> so expressing your emotions doesn't necessarily mean communicating them right um if you don't feel comfortable with communi- with communicating your emotions to another person, you can express them through um different outlets like journaling, poetry, singing, you know whatever creative outlet or whatever outlet. Um, is best for you. You can do so. So long as you don't bottle up your feelings, because that's very, very dangerous. It's not healthy for you or for those around you. And, um, let's talk about appropriately, keyword, appropriately expressing our emotions. Because as I said in the beginning, Or rather I said in the beginning that emotional intelligence is being able to assess, understand and feel your feelings for what they are. So just because I said feel your feelings for what they are, you need to appropriately express them though. Just because you feel angry doesn't mean that you should go around punching people. Um, Just because you feel sad does not mean that you should be screaming why me and crying in the middle of the you know detergent aisle in the supermarket you don't do that you need to appropriately express your emotions because there is a time and place for everything if you feel like there are tears coming out try to um control yourself we're going to talk about self-regulation later on try to regulate those emotions and um maybe let them out once you get into your car for instance or when you get home and then let those emotions go and then express your emotions but you can't be screaming and shouting at 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 checkers hyper that's that's inappropriate that is inappropriate but i'm not saying don't do it (laughs) if you feel like doing it do it. Scream, why me? While shopping. Scream, why me? But all I'm saying is, it's not appropriate. It's not fair for other people to witness that. So please, let's ex- let's express our emotions appropriately. There is a time and place for everything. Now, I want us to understand what emotions are because I'm currently reading the book uh, 101 Essays. Uh, to change the way that you think and it's a very very nice book i sadly forgot the author um, but i'll write it down in the description box for you guys i highly recommend that book it's very informative and very educational the author talks about um how emotions are a way of communicating with ourselves it's us communicating with ourselves so when you feel Angry, like there's anger and then there's bottled up anger, right? So if you suddenly feel angry or when you always feel irritable, you need to ask yourself, is there anything within me that needs checking up on? Right? Because we always, we are always so quick to check up on other people that we don't do that for ourselves. So our emotions help us indicate part of ourselves that need attention. So that's what emotions are. They are a way of us communicating with ourselves. Now let's get into the aspects of emotional intelligence. There are how many aspects? There are five aspects. The first one being self-awareness. I talked about that one on my second episode, the previous one. I highly suggest you go listen to that one. So yes, we talked about self-awareness where it's about being present and being aware and conscious of who you are. And um, with self-awareness, you're able to grow. You're able to identify your, your not flaws, but you're able to identify parts of yourself that need attention, parts of yourself that need to grow, part of yourself that needs healing, you become more conscious of your entire existence. The second aspect is self-regulation. Um, this talks about being able to control your emotions, self-control, where you don't act on impulses, where you think before you act. It's being able to control yourself, thinking about the consequences of your actions. The third aspect of emotional intelligence is motivation so if you are one who is emotionally intelligent you are able to motivate yourself you don't need any external factors to motivate you right you're able to understand or you're able to uh, realize or recognize that these are my goals and in order to get there i need to do this and that alone is motivation enough you motivate yourself and you don't need anyone else to do that for you the fourth aspect is empathy when you're able to empathize with people when you're able to put yourself in their shoes and console them and be there for them the last one is social skills where you know the time and place for everything you're able to interact with people you're able to conduct yourself sorry you're able to conduct yourself appropriately in social settings because Guys, every place has etiquette. Whether you're down the street, whether you're in, um, a restaurant, there is etiquette everywhere. So you can't just behave any way that you wish. Sometimes just control yourself. Control yourself. This thing, you're good to see this is me, uh, take it or leave it. No, that's not emotionally intelligent. It's definitely not. So now why is emotional intelligence important? Why are we even talking about this in the first place? Why should this be a discussion to begin with? So emotional intelligence is important because for me, I believe that life is predominantly mental than physical, right? We live more in our heads than actually living our lives. And again, our lives are determined by... What we think, how we feel, our past experiences. So when we approach situations, interactions or, or, or encounters, we approach them from a place of subjectivity, a place of how you feel about that particular situation and how you feel about that particular situation is influenced by your past experiences. So if then we approach situations from a place of how we feel about them it's then safe to say that we live life through an emotional lens we live our lives through our emotions and if and if um, emotions form such an integral part of our lives it is therefore important that we are intentional <laughs> guys i'm literally recording this at 3am so if i keep on stumbling over my words i i sincerely apologize What I was saying is, if if emotions form such a huge part of our lives, it is therefore important that we are intentional about developing our emotional intelligence. Now, how do you know if you are or if you have low emotional intelligence? How do you know if you should start on your emotional intelligence journey? Um, before we go on to that I want you guys to know that emotional intelligence like any other skill isn't something that you're born with it's something that you have to um, develop work on intentionally and all of that so how do you know if someone or if you lack emotional intelligence right the first one is someone who lacks emotional intelligence often associates themselves with their emotions I'm going back with, I'm going back to the point that I made earlier on, that when you are emotionally intelligent, you are able to feel your feelings for what they are and not, um, attach yourself to those emotions. Meaning that when you are angry, it does not mean that you are an angry person. I talked about this again on the previous episode, the second one. Yes. So if you feel, um, If you feel irritated, it does not mean that you are an irritable person. So people who lack emotional intelligence often associate themselves with their emotions and that's why then it's so uncomfortable for them to actually embrace the emotions. That's why they are afraid or that's why it's difficult for them to say no I'm very angry at you or at this moment you're not really my favorite person I don't like you at this moment because they feel like when they say so then it means that they are bad people and that's not the case give yourself room to feel your feelings for what they are without blaming yourself or without attaching yourself to those feelings or those emotions secondly when someone lacks emotional intelligence they usually make everything about themselves let me elaborate on this one so for example. When maybe I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and decided not to greet everyone because I'm in my moods. And, um, you decide to take it personal and say, Oh, she's mad at me today. Um, that's why I will never have friends because friends switch up on me. Uh, they don't acknowledge my presence. They don't even greet me when they wake up. No, that's not the case. That's literally not the case. It's not about you. It's about me. I just woke up not feeling it today. It has nothing to do with you. So people who are emotionally intelligent, they are able to assess people's actions and, um, yeah, they're able to, to, to assess people's actions objectively without putting themselves in the mix. They're able to look at situations from an outsider's point of view. The third thing that um, or the third sign of a person who lacks emotional intelligence is they don't acknowledge how other people feel. They do not validate other people's emotions. Um, for instance, I'll tell you that you're overdramatic, you're being overly sensitive or you are crying for no reason. If you are emotionally intelligent, you validate whatever emotion that the other person is feeling because everyone's emotions are valid. Is, was that, was that sentence grammatically correct? <laughs> but anyway, everyone's feelings are valid. So if you are emotionally intelligent, you're able to validate their emotions but if you're not you're going to ignore them you're going to disrespect and dishonor those um people's emotions i hope i made sense on that one yeah well (laughs) um the fourth point is or the fourth sign is uh they find it hard to understand and manage their own feelings i feel like this one is is um self-explanatory Because yeah, they find it hard to understand and manage their own feelings. And the last point is they have difficulty expressing their emotions. Those are the signs of low emotional intelligence. Now coming to the signs of an emotionally intelligent person is the first one, they are open-minded. They understand that their lives are subjective and how they view reality is mostly perceptual and based on their past experience and so on so when someone brings in new ideas or when someone behaves differently they do not judge them they acknowledge that um we all different we all come from unique backgrounds so let me try and see if there's anything i can learn from this person they don't approach a situation by saying, Oh, I'm me, this is who I am, I'm not gonna change for anyone. My opinions are my opinions, and they are it. No, they're not like that. They're very open-minded and are willing to learn. Secondly, they're good listeners, they are very attentive, they don't listen to retaliate, they don't um listen to defend themselves, they don't listen to 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 respond, but they listen to listen, they listen to understand evil <laughs> the third point wow guys I literally have to go sleep the third point is they understand that their views are subjective this one goes hand in hand with the first one that um, they are open-minded so they understand that their views are subjective they acknowledge when they are wrong and they take criticism very well because remember, they know that they are, their lives and everything is subjective and they are subject to change. They are subject to criticism and they are subject to being wrong. And they understand that, they accept that and they respect that. Another sign is they are disciplined and motivated. That one is also self-explanatory. Um, another thing again is they are not impulsive. They think before they act me on the other hand i'm i'm very very impulsive i in most cases i do think before i act because i'm always in my head but with other things i'm very impulsive like when it comes to small decisions like cutting my hair yes that is a very small decision to me so if i just wake up one day and say ah i want to cut my hair i won't even have to think twice about it i'll go cut my hair I even know how to cut my hair so I'll do so Um, I'll wake up at 3 a.m in the morning and decide that no I don't like my room anymore it bores me and I'll rearrange everything so with certain things I'm very impulsive but for the most part I'm not um another sign is they are very considerate they give other people the same grace respect and honor that they give themselves so if they understand that okay my emotions are not a part of me they understand, if they understand that um, I need to feel my feelings for what they are and not attach myself to them, they're able to give that very same grace to another person. So if they see another person act from a place of emotions, they're able to say that, no, um, this is not a reflection of who they are. It's just them um, expressing themselves. It might not be appropriate, but it's just them expressing themselves because we are all... We all have the right to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the second last point is they have self-control. They control themselves. They know that um, with certain things, you just have to hold back. You don't have to react or respond to everything that comes your way. Sometimes silence is the best answer. So they understand that I have to control myself at all times. And lastly, they are able to tell their emotions apart. This is something that my sister told me that people who are emotionally intelligent, they're able to tell their emotions apart. They are able to identify them and label them. We'll talk about that um, later on. So how then this is very important and I want you guys to tell me how then do you deal with someone you suspect has low emotional intelligence for me I feel like just by being accepting just be accepting being accepting is enough accept that this is who they are and accept that not everyone is perfect we are all in the journey to being the best versions of ourselves we are going to make mistakes um we're going to learn we're going to stumble not learn obviously yeah we're going to learn but that's not what i wanted to say we're going to stumble we're going to fall we're going to hurt others we're not going to appropriate appropriately express ourselves but at the end of the day we are all learning so we need to approach people with an acceptance with an accepting heart and not be judgmental and critical of them secondly um, when you suspect that someone has low emotional intelligence make an effort to listen to them listen to them because chances are they also find it very hard to express their emotions so if you're not even trying to listen they're going to be more frustrated by the fact that first of all i can't even express my emotions and second of all you're not even trying to meet me halfway and try to hear me out so let's make an effort to listen to one another listen to what the other person is saying and don't listen to respond as i said don't listen to give advice don't don't listen to give suggestions just listen to understand because 80% of the time what the other person needs is just an ear an ear to listen they're not seeking for your advice they're not seeking for any suggestions or tips they just want someone to listen to them and lastly stick to logic when dealing with someone you suspect has low emotional intelligence stick to logic don't be emotional don't be um, an emotional person don't respond from a place of emotion but respond from a place of logic so if they are out here crying telling you that someone someone whoever whatsoever mistreated them ask them what happened what happened exactly and try to understand if um, are they reacting in, a, in an appropriate way don't be afraid to tell them that listen i know that you are hurt i understand that you are hurt but you were wrong in this instant in this instance because of this this and that and the only time where you'll be able to judge a situation um not objectively because um the matter of objectivity is very questionable cuz how to what extent can we actually be objective but that's a topic for another day Um, In order for us to actually analyze and judge a situation for what it actually is, we need not be emotional. We have to be logical and think logically. So the three ways that you can uh, deal with someone you suspect has low emotional intelligence is by being accepting, by making an effort to listen and by sticking to logic. So the most important part here is how do we become more emotionally intelligent? So um, I want to raise a point that when someone has low emotional intelligence, it does not necessarily mean that they are a bad person. Same as when someone has high emotional intelligence, it does not mean that they are a better person. But again, just because um, having low emotional intelligence is not bad, it does not mean that you have to be complacent about it. Because we have to strive to become better people. We need to strive to become uh, greater versions of ourselves. So um, there is this helpful tool developed by Mark Brackett that can help you build your emotional intelligence. And it is an acronym spelled R E l-e no no what am i saying r-u-l-e-r so the first r stands for recognize your emotion recognize it acknowledge it point it that okay i feel very stressed right now just recognize it don't do anything just recognize it that okay i feel very irritated right now i feel really annoyed right now just recognize your emotion ask yourself what am i feeling right now that's the first that's the first r the second letter is you understand what causes them and um you would think that it's very hard to trace your emotions and i i beg to differ right because if you are experiencing that emotion at that given instance, at that moment, I feel that you can understand them. You can try to understand what causes them or what caused them because you are in that moment. You are experiencing that emotion at that particular instance, at that particular moment. However, if you decide to bottle that emotion up, or if you decide to bottle your emotions up and store them and um, obviously they're going to resurface later on in life. When they resurface later on in life, you're not going to be able to understand what caused them. Because they first emerged six years ago and you decided to store them. You decided not to deal with them and you decided to store them for later. And now they resurfaced again or they resurfaced And now you can't understand what caused them. But even if they do resurface uh, years later, you can try to understand them. But it's not going to be as easy as it would have been had you dealt with it at that moment. I hope I'm making sense. The third letter is label them. This one goes, um, hand in hand with what I said previously about being able to tell your emotions apart. So you need to label your emotions. And what can help you is, a what do you call this? An emotion wheel. I think that's what you call it that what you, that's what you call it because sometimes we tend to confuse one emotion for another we might think that we're angry when in fact we actually irritated you know we might think that we are sad when in actuality we're just dead bored we're just bored 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 so it's emotion so it's <laughs> hey guys it's very late hey it's very late so it's very important that we um observe and analyze our emotions and actually perceive them not perceive but actually see them for what they are and label them correctly because if you don't label them correctly how are you going to address and work on them correctly the fourth letter is e which stands for express them now that you've recognized them now that you've understood then now that you've un- understood them and now that you've labeled them you have to express them and as i said expressing your emotions does not necessarily mean having to communicate them with the next person especially if you don't feel um, comfortable with doing so you can es- you can express them through journaling through music or through poetry so long as you do not bottle them up and the last r stands for regulate them meaning control them Do not let your emotions control you because number one, they are just emotions. They have no power over you. They are just emotions and you are you. You are, you, you the one that has the power. So you need to be able to control your emotions and not let them control you. So the last, 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 last point, not point, but the last, um, section (laughs) is um what are the benefits of being emotionally intelligent the first one is you are able to express yourself clearly because you understand yourself because you are aware right so you'll be able to express yourself clearly secondly you are able to maintain relationships so let me try and elaborate here i hope that i don't throw you guys off but I said that um, in the beginning, that, or early on, that um, life, or we live life through our emotions. So it's the same with relationships, that we deal with everything from an emotional stance. Right? So, um, if we deal with things from an emotional stance, it's therefore very important that you are emotionally intelligent in order for you to be able to, um, maintain that relationship. So, if you are emotionally intelligent, you're able to maintain it because you're able to communicate more effectively. You're able to, uh, understand your emotions. You're able to respect the next person's emotions. So, Sustaining and maintaining that relationships becomes not easier, but it becomes um, possible for you to do so. The third point is it allows you to um, reduce anxiety or the benefit is it reduces anxiety because it helps you analyze situations for what they are not what you think they are and lastly it helps you reduce conflict because you understand that we are all trying to express ourselves in the best way possible or in the best way we know how and um you understand that emotions are actually subjective so you're not going to take everything personal because you know from yourself that your emotions are not an extension of you in any way whatsoever so then you're able to reduce conflict by being considerate by being understanding and by being present and being there and um Yes, I kept on saying that we live our lives through emotions and that we infer everything based on our past experiences and our emotions. It's something that is there. It's something that we usually do, that we always do, if I can say so, right? But just because we do it does not mean that it is okay. We need to come to a point where we don't react based off of emotions, but based off of what we or what, based off what. Oh. <laughs> okay. We need to come to a point where we actually address things and approach things, um, for what they are and not what we think they are. We need to be very, um, objective and not as emotional as we usually are. So, um, my question to you today is, or my questions are, what is emotional intelligence to you do you think you are emotionally intelligent and what is one thing that you took away from this episode so guys that is it from me thank you once again for tuning in do not forget to subscribe and share with your friends and family if you have any questions or feedback actually you should be having feedback because i asked you three questions and i need all the answers from you guys <laughs> um yeah so to send your answers feel free to dm the podcast instagram at becoming pod it will be linked in the description Now, with all of that said, it's time for me to sign out. See you guys on the next episode.